Thanks for listening to this Arrow FM podcast, brought to you with the support of New Zealand On Air. Hey, hey, beautiful people, and welcome to World Domination. I'm your host, Monica Ferguson, and you are in the perfect place to level up. Here I cover all things personal development, mindset, healing, spirituality, and manifesting your most abundant and impactful life. All done with a massive dose of real talk and an open book policy, because who is time for superficial chit-chat? Thank you for being here. Thank you for choosing you, and thank you for showing up when it would be way easier to watch Netflix. Let's get into it. Oh, and don't forget to connect with me over on Instagram, at Ferguson. Hey, hey, beautiful people, Monica Ferguson here, and welcome to this week's episode of World Domination, which is also super exciting because I'm on the radio now. So welcome to anyone new. If we haven't met before, my name is Monica Ferguson. I am based in the beautiful South Wairarapa in New Zealand. I am a mindset coach, self-worth, raving lunatic, you could say. It's my purpose on life to help you be empowered to, to learn your inherent worthiness and, and to grow beyond what you are because you are limitless a thousand percent and it's what I'm here to do so I'm so grateful that you're listening so grateful to have you in my space and this week's episode to get us started is going to be around you are already enough because here is the thing we forget this so often we forget this we we think that something external is going to make us feel like we're good enough right we think that when we're a certain weight when we look a certain way when we have the things we're married and we have the, the checklist of things you know the the degree, the house, the marriage, the kids, the dog, the white picket fence, all these things, that at some point we're going to get these things and then we're going to feel complete, we're going to feel whole. But something that I learned before I became a coach as I worked as a photographer for six years, photographing women primarily, was this deep-rooted sense of unworthiness that everyone experiences. And what is so wild is how quiet we are about this. Like when you look on social media, It does not appear that anyone else has problems, does it? It seems like everyone else has their life together. Everyone else is perfect and thriving and beautiful, except for us. And we're sitting at home in our track pants, comparing ourselves to the highlights reel that we're presented with, feeling like we don't compare, that we're not good enough. And it's all a lie, right? And so this is what I wanted to create this conversation about. Because I have photographed hundreds of women in a very intimate one-on-one sort of situation. And you know what? Everyone said the exact same things to me. It was all around, I'm not good enough. I'm too fat. I'm too old. Can you photograph me from the neck up? Can you make me look younger, Monica? Can you make me look younger? And can you edit my tooth out? And it was just this, you know, rampage of all the things that we don't like about ourselves. And people are so confronted when you've got a camera, right? Because you've got to see yourself. And so often we don't like what we're seeing and it's not our fault. This is the thing. When we think about how we are conditioned as a society, how we're conditioned to think about ourselves, the things that we're told that we need to be doing, that we need to be earning, the things that we need to achieve, right? No one's saying be yourself. Or they say, yeah, be yourself as long as it fits into our box. No one's actually saying, hey, who are you? Hey, maybe you want to go and raise chimpanzees in the middle of Africa and that's your dream. Do it. Amazing. How cool would that be? Right, but we're not. We're saying you've got to look a certain way, you've got to be a certain way, act a certain way, have a certain lifestyle, or else you don't compare. And all we see online are these, you know, 
filtered versions of reality. People aren't sharing the behind the scenes stuff and how often have you seen this for yourself in your own life? You know, the two-hour conversation you have with your friend on the phone about her life that's crumbling and her relationships that are a disaster. And then you see this perfect photograph on Facebook and it's of a picture of a bear at the beach, this beautiful sunset, and it says something like, hashtag blessed. You think, seriously, mate? Like, I literally just spent two hours with you on the phone. And that started to really grate me because what is it saying? It's, It's projecting this image of perfection. Great, share that stuff, but also share the real stuff. Share the behind the scenes, share the ups and the downs because all of us are experiencing these things and none of us are talking about it. Hey, so how easy is it to think that life is so easy for everyone else except for us and this is what happens. And so as a photographer, this is what I was observing over and over and over again. This feeling of everyone else is beautiful except for me. Everyone else is perfect except for me. And it really scared me because these were often, you know, mums, And I was thinking, is this the example that we're setting for the younger generation? That if we are seeing our mums hate themselves, punish themselves, diet themselves into oblivion, you know, for the rest of their life, loathing themselves, never taking photos because they don't feel good enough, what are we teaching our younger generation? And this is simply society, right? And if we look at New Zealand, you know, tall poppy culture, it is a thing for sure, right? Who are you to stand out? Who are you to step out and say, man, I have something to say. I have something special about me. I have talents and skills and abilities that would literally help other people. What I do matters. There are people that are going to be super negative, right? Super negative, super loud, like the background noise that you guys might be able to hear (laughs) because we're in this funky studio space. So, but that's the thing, right? We have to drown out that noise, literally. I love that segue. (laughs) But this is the thing. Because we cannot be listening to external stuff, right? Now, here's the thing. When we're speaking about being enough, this is something that is within us. It is subjective, right? Who comes into your life and tells you that you're enough? No one tells you that. We have to just claim it. We have to just decide. What if you did? What if you decided right now that you are already enough, that you approve yourself exactly as you are, that you accept yourself exactly as you are right now, that it doesn't matter about the mistakes that you've made or the time that you feel like you've wasted or what you look like, that right now you could choose to simply accept that that was part of your journey, you learned a lot of lessons, and instead of punishing yourself for the rest of your life, you're going to start to choose a new way of being. And I'm going to explain why that is so important from the point of view of your subconscious mind, right? This is super, super important. Because here's the thing, as within, so without. I'm sure many of you have heard this expression. And there are many ways of saying this, right? If we want to get into psychology talk, we can talk about perception as projection, which is simply that what we believe is what we project out. And here's just two seconds of geeky mindset talk, right? But it's going to help you to understand why this stuff is so important. The subconscious mind has this process, and it's called generalize, distort, and delete. And what it does is it basically filters our reality, Because we get inundated with millions of pieces of information per second. And we can only process about 132. So the way that our mind funnels it and channels it down is by selecting what it thinks is important for us. And it does that based on our previous beliefs, right? So for most of us, that's not a good thing, right? Let's be real. If we're being honest here, because this is an honest space, 
chances are you don't think about how beautiful you are, how talented you are, how worthy you are, how lucky you are, how abundant you are. You think about, you know, too old, too fat, not good enough, not as good as your sister, too broke. Broke's a good one. Lots of people use that word, right, all the time. And here's the thing. Our subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real or what is imagined. So even if you say, I'm joking, <laughs> I'm so broke, haha, <laughs> that's a statement, that's a belief. And what this does, your subconscious mind hears that. Okay, broke, 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 broke. So I'm going to now filter this person's reality to find evidence of that because it's obviously important because it's a dominant belief. So you might have a thousand opportunities to create more wealth, more money, to, to witness the abundance that already exists in your life that surrounds you. But because you're focused on lack, on being broke, you can only experience that. So this is why what we focus on is so important. What we believe is so important. And I mean, when it comes to self-worth, this was the one that really caught my attention because I wanted to understand how can we improve this for people? Why does everyone feel like they're not good enough? And even, you know, as a photographer, you know, those people that we see in magazines and we think, oh man, if I looked like that, my life would be so great. I just have an endless string of dudes just waiting to take me on dates and, you know, every, and I just, money would just fall out of the sky if I looked like that and I'd be so happy. Well, I photograph many people like that. And honestly, they are harsher on themselves than everyone else. Even the people, the blonde you know, quote unquote, skinny, like model types, all they did was talk about how fat they were. All they did, we're talking size four, size six. And this was when I learned a very valuable lesson here. It's not about what we look like. It's not about the dollars in the bank. It's not about the external things. It is simply about how we feel about ourselves. And that is actually amazing because we can control that. We can choose that. We can decide that. We can choose what we're going to focus on in any given minute, right? So it's actually not about what anyone else says. Who cares about what society says? If society wants to be a bunch of negative, lame, you know, people pouring rain on other people's parades, then so be it. But this is where we create these sorts of communities for people that don't want to be like that, for people who want to grow and rise and pursue their goals and go after things that other people are, quite frankly, too afraid to do. Because honestly, you wouldn't be listening to a show called World Domination if you weren't. <laughs> And that's why I named it that way. I want to attract people like you. I want to attract people who want to rise, who want to grow beyond where they are, who believe in limitlessness because you simply were not put on this planet to play it small. Not a chance, right? Not a chance. So understanding that your thoughts, you know, people say like what you focus on expands and absolutely that's a, a fluffy way of putting it, right? But this is actually a much deeper subconscious process it's not woo-woo, like, oh, you know, this is actually how your subconscious mind works, which is amazing because it means that you can change that. And I have used this, this awareness to transform my life, especially, you know, even relationships with other people. Because if I was holding on to a lot of anger, a lot of resentment towards other people, I'm only going to ever find things about them that make me angry and resentful, right? But what happens if I shift my, perspe my perspective, my perception, to actually start looking for other things? And there's one person in my life that I did this with a couple of years ago, and it rocked my world. I honestly, I can't even still believe that this happened. So someone, let's just say, very close to me in my life, I was very angry at, 
very angry. This is all my stuff, right? Nothing to do with them. They'd done nothing wrong. I was bitter. I was angry. I was resentful because I saw them a certain way and I chose, I chose to continue that story, which was that basically their life was perfect. Everyone loved them. And because of that, everyone hated me, right? A great belief system, obviously, getting me lots of things that I wanted. But this was also just reflective of how I felt about myself. Right? At the time, I felt so unworthy. I felt not good enough. So guess what? That's the experience that I created in my life because that's what I was focused on. So with this person, my coach at the time said to me, it's time to start forgiving people. Right? And I was like, Ugh, I don't want to. But this was great. So I sat down with my journal one day. And I decided to write this person a letter. And I highly recommend this for anyone. If there's stuff that you want to let go of, do this process. Even if you're so angry at someone and it seems impossible that you could ever forgive them, do this, practice this process. So I started writing a letter to him and I knew that I was never going to send it, right? Which meant that I could be honest. And so the first two pages were rage, let's be real, because I needed to get that out. And then as I started to write, I started to tune in and think about his life, his perspective, how he saw things. And I had this epiphany moment and it changed everything. And I started to see him and his actions and his behavior from a different point of view, right? Which was like understanding instead of, you know, and compassion instead of rage, instead of judgment. Now, here's the thing. I wrote this letter. I finished it. I got to this place where I really released my anger, my judgment, and then I burned it in the fire. Symbolic, right? It's good for you. <laughs> it's like burning up the old stuff. Three days later, it was my birthday. And I came out of a meeting and I had a missed phone call, a voicemail from him. And in it, he just basically poured his whole heart out and told me how proud of me he was and all these sorts of things. And I could not believe it. I cried all the way home, like an hour in the car. Because literally, it was my judgment, my anger that had blocked me from getting this loving relationship with this person. That's all it was. And literally, the moment that I stopped being angry and stopped focusing on all this stuff... This is what, what shifted. So it was like all that love, all that stuff was always sitting there. It's just I had literally filtered, you know, I'd chosen to focus on things in my mind that had blocked me from receiving this. And the reason I share this with you is because we are doing this all the time with everything, right? So love and abundance, love and wealth, these are two things that come up most often in my coaching sessions. Because if you think about it, these are the two things that require us to really put our self-worth where our where our money is, pun intended, right? Where our mouth is. Because when you get into an intimate relationship with someone, it's going to force you to, you know, really step up into what do you think you're worthy of? If you don't believe that you're worthy, you're going to allow people to treat you like garbage. But when you know that you, you add value, you know that you're special, you, you see your own beauty and your worth. And we're not talking arrogance. We're talking healthy self-respect. You're not going to let people, you know, walk all over you. You won't allow them to treat you like rubbish or disrespect you or criticize you or anything like that. Because when you know your own worth, when you already know that you're enough, people, you know, are an option, actually. And that sounds harsh, but you choose if they're in your life. You don't need them because you're not empty. You're not half a person. You're already a whole, complete person. And it is a luxury to be in your life. It is a luxury to be in your energy. So they better be worth it, right? They better treat you the way that you deserve. And this is the thing. So so often, if we've got these limiting beliefs and these fears around love or these old stories that have continued, because let's say as a child, 
someone taught us or made us feel that we weren't good enough and we took that belief and we carried it throughout our life, then chances are we're still enabling that behavior. And so because our mind has become you know, used to looking for that, you're going to be amazing at finding losers. You are. You're going to be so good at like screening a crowd and you'll know the losers and because they'll feel exciting to you. And this is one of the most interesting things about healing as well, is that if you're used to a certain way, the healthy way feels so boring in comparison because you're not getting that rush. Your, your mind isn't like, oh my gosh, yes, here we go. You're like, oh, this dude, he's nice to me and he shows up on time. Ugh, how lame, right? But this is, <laughs> this is the work for us to, to work through. But my point is what you focus on expands, right? So for us to learn to be super intentional about where our focus goes, and if we bring this back into the context of knowing our own value, knowing that we are enough, how could you start doing that? How could you start actually pulling yourself up? How could you start speaking to yourself nicely? How could you start prioritizing your own health, your own happiness, your own self-love? How could you create more fun for yourself? You know, Because so often, right, we don't feel worthy, we don't feel good enough, and we think that if we work hard enough, Right, once we've got the house, once we've got that house, then we'll take a day off. Once we've got those Instagram-worthy photos from our holiday, then I'll feel good enough. Once someone validates me on the internet, then I can relax. No, it's the, it's the other way around, right? You have to be the one to decide because as long as you're giving your power away like that, how do you ever feel enough? How do you ever feel happy if it's dependent on what other people say about you? And what happens if that person has a bad day? a bad life and they take their stuff out on you, does that mean that you're not good enough? Or can you learn to master your mind, to really master it, to lock that in, that sense of knowing that you are enough, knowing that you are worthy, so that when stuff happens around you, yeah, of course you're going to have bad days. Of course sometimes people are going to project their stuff. But you don't let it rattle you because you're not looking to them to tell you that you're enough. You already know that, right? So what you believe to be true for you will be true and this is the funny thing that it is so subjective and how quickly we can actually change our world by simply shifting our focus and one of the things that I do that makes all of my coaching clients sweat initially and this happened to me by the way and it made me sweat as well which is why I do it (laughs) it's the gift that keeps on giving so if I was to ask you right now to tell me 20 things about yourself that you love right now on the spot could you do it nah you probably start freaking out. And people try and, honestly, it's hilarious what happens. People try and distract me. They try and tell me a story. They try and make me look, you know, look somewhere else. And I'm like, isn't that insane that you're so uncomfortable talking nicely about yourself that you would rather change the subject? But here's the thing. Everyone wants to feel worthy, but no one wants to speak nicely to themselves. Isn't that insane? Actually, because this is where all the stories that we've got attached to that come into play, right? So the tall poppy thing for a start and the fear of what other people are going to say. This is the, probably the number one thing that my coaching clients say to me. They have this idea, right? They want to start this business or create a program or write a book or go and raise chimpanzees in Africa or whatever it may be. And the first thing is, oh, oh my gosh, what's everyone going to say? That's the number one thing. But what is everyone going to say? And then imposter syndrome, right? But what about the person down the road who raises chimpanzees better than me? Like, whatever it is. 
um, comparison, imposter syndrome. What is that all stemming from? Not feeling enough. I'm talking every single client that I've worked with in a, like a coaching capacity and a photography perspective, every single one of them has not felt worthy and not felt good enough. So it is up to us to shift this, right? Because quite frankly, society is not changing. There are a lot of people who make a lot of money of us feeling not good enough, of us feeling like we need to look younger. How much money does the Botox industry make from us being afraid to age gracefully? You know, and no shame to anyone who does that. But the whole, the message is like, if you want to do it for you, then do it. But do it from a space of being empowered and doing it for yourself, not because you don't feel good enough as you are. Right? It's the same with the diet industry. How many billions of dollars are created right, by actually creating more problems for people? Because again, we're not getting to the root of the problem. We're addressing the symptom. Band-aid on a bullet hole. right? So this is the thing. What are you actually focusing on about yourself? And the four key components that I look at with my clients, happiness, health, love, and wealth. So if you started to look at those areas in your life, do you have goals around them? When was the last time you set a goal? Most people don't have a goal, right? Most people say, oh, I'm so unmotivated, but they don't have any goals. Like, of course you are then. You've got nothing to focus on. So you're just going around and around in circles. And what my coach always laughs at, people say to him, oh, can you motivate me? And he's like, why? So you go around in circles faster. Because that's the thing. If we don't have something to look at, remember what, what we focus on expands. Our subconscious mind is looking to filter our reality for things. So if you actually start putting things in your head that you want, your brain will start working for you in the background. And how this can look, I mean, it's different for everyone, right? But like, even I'm just trying to think the last couple of days for me, some examples. So you have a sudden idea. You have a sudden thought like, man, I really, I want to make a post about that. I need to get this book. You can't stop thinking about this book. I need to watch this movie or I need to call that person. You know, you have this thought, you have this thought where it's like, oh my gosh, I need to get this stuff done, right? I need to do this thing and do it. That's the point. You act on it at that point because this is literally your mind working for you, filtering your life to give you what you've asked for. But it works the opposite way as well, right? So for us, the biggest thing is shifting our focus. So we're actually focusing on things that we want more than what we don't want. And if we can do that to 51%, if you're focusing 51% on what you want as opposed to what you don't want, it's going to be so different for you. And your mind is going to start bringing you stuff, bringing you evidence of what you actually want. So what's your intention for today? Let's play with this. Let's play a game. I mean, in my group coaching circles, we used to pick something random at the end of every call um, to prove to ourselves how powerful our mind is, right? So it might be like a ladybird or one of my friends who thought this was a load of garbage. Um, I said to her, all right, pick something. And so she was trying to think of something... <laughs> That would never happen, right? She said, an upside down flying bird. That's what she said. And I was staying at her house uh, and the next day she walks into my room with this look on her face and her kid, her two-year-old daughter at the time, had a jacket that had an upside down flying bird on it. And this is the exciting thing, right? That all these things exist, but we have to really learn to start using our mind to focus on what we want. And it sounds so simple. And it's like, I keep saying it for this reason. We so often are just blasting through our life unconsciously, just thinking the same way we've always thought, which means we're going to get the same things we've always had and do the same things we've always done. And if your life is thriving and vibrant and full of beautiful things and people and love, then that's amazing. Keep doing that. 
But I'm guessing it's not because very few people have that life, right? Because most people are focusing on how hard it is and what sucks and what's not working and why they're not good enough. So what if today you made it your intention to start looking for reasons of why you're already so amazing? Why? Ask yourself this. Why am I so good? Why am I enough? Why am I so incredible? And you watch. Your mind will start feeding you evidence of this, literally. But when was the last time you asked yourself, why am I so beautiful? (laughs) Right? I can already hear the people's responses to this, like, oh, that's so up yourself. And this is what we do. This is what our, our culture does, right? Why is it up yourself to simply accept yourself or to see something? Like, it's okay if, uh, if someone else tells you that you're beautiful, but what if you say it to yourself? Because actually that's the only one that counts. That's the only one that matters. Because that's the only voice that is actually going to be filtering your reality, right? That's the one that's impacting your life. So what if you dominantly, just for today, focused on that? Because chances are, if we go back to this little game about picking, like, like saying 20 things, right, that you actually like about yourself, I bet you couldn't. I bet you could much more easily tell me 20 things you don't like, 20 things that you're ashamed about, right? And so just as we as we sum up, I just want to quickly explain that the subconscious mind, right, has one job. It's looking to keep you safe. So the subconscious mind doesn't actually like you moving beyond your comfort zone because it doesn't know how to protect you in a situation that you haven't been in before. So from a survival point of view, it serves you to stay where you are. Now, subconscious mind does not care about your happiness at all right? Your happiness actually comes from your growth and your expansion. So just because something feels uncomfortable or new simply means you've exited the comfort zone, which means you're about to get something you haven't had before, which is amazing, right? And so my very, very last point, you guys, is to forgive yourselves. Here's the thing when it comes to not feeling enough. So often, yeah, we're focused on things that we don't want, but we're also punishing ourselves from things that happened in the past, things that we did when we didn't know any better, And that's not serving us at all, right? We can actually choose to understand that at that point of view, at that point of time, we didn't know any better. And we did our best. We were always doing our best. And so we can absolutely choose now to let it go. Go through that journaling process I spoke about. Write your true feelings. Write a letter to yourself. Forgive yourself. See it from a different point of view. How would you talk about that if it was someone else? You would have absolute compassion for them. You wouldn't be punishing them, right? So you guys can do this and please come and connect with me over on social media. Send me an email. I would love to hear from you. Have you had any aha moments in this chat? And thank you so much for sharing this time with me today. I will be back next week and so looking forward to chatting more. Go out, be great. Ciao for now, you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. I would love to hear your key takeaways and aha moments from this episode. And I just want to remind you that you can do amazing things. You're incredible. And if no one else today has told you they believe in you, I do. Only a certain kind of person listens to a podcast like this. The best one. Go get him.